all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they gon' be them Saints. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another off-season edition here at the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata, and we have a very fun episode install install for you guys, excuse me, there, as the NFL schedules have been released, the Saints schedule has been released, and the Saints have some thrilling matchups here. As to me, the Saints have a very top-heavy schedule, a lot of quarterback duels, but then also you see some, also they play a few bad teams as well. Very interesting to see all, to kind of how the schedule played out. I do think that the Saints did do a very good job with how they, um, well, technically they didn't do it, but how the NFL kind of spaced out the season or the games for the Saints this season. I do like that they started kind of a little easier now. To me, I do think that the first eight games are very, very winnable, and then they go through a very tough stretch at the end of the year, but you're hoping that they take those eight games in stride and by the end, and by the, after the bye week, after everything, like, that away game against the Bucks, you're ready to play, and then you go on this amazing stretch where you play the Bucks, the 49ers, the Falcons, and then you go to a really, it's, it's a tough stretch. I mean, everyone's going to say that. But again, if you set yourself up in the beginning of the year with some success, you ease yourself into the year, the Saints should be just fine. So for this episode, we're not going to do like a game-by-game preview like week one, Saints are going to win this game by this match. To me, it's just too far away. We're just going to do the five most games I'm excited for, kind of the storylines of those games, and really not more of a preview, just more of a storyline, setting the stage kind of for these games, more than actually just talking about who's going to win, because we're so far away to talk about the X's and O's. To me, I, I like to do this really after training camp, usually in the preseason, or maybe even before the season, after the preseason, that's when I like to do these previews, because you really get, these are the teams, at least from the start, these are the teams that are going to be playing on the field. Again, it's still, you have a lot of free agents out there, and just, you know, injuries happen, a lot of things happen, and you kind of get to see how the teams kind of add up when they um, hit the fields for training camp and stuff like that. So I'm not going to go game by game, but I will be just doing the five games I am most excited for uh, in this season. Before we do get into this um, kind of the season analysis, even preview here, I do want to say one set of news where the Saints did sign, or re-sign, I should say, wide receiver Austin Carr. Carr is kind of like the 53rd man on the team, the, you know, the fifth receiver, the sixth receiver, this year, he only had one catch for nine yards. He did have two touchdowns in 2017 or 2018, excuse me. But again, he's more of a guy that is going to be a training camp body. But again, he's most likely going to end up either not making the team or being like that last receiver on the Saints. Do like him. Breeze likes him a lot. He has um, a lot of like a repertoire with him. I wouldn't say a repertoire, but at least a little trust in him. He's a pretty good uh, blocker as well. He can do a lot of different things. You know, good in the slot. So, again, if the Saints can't find a guy like that, he's good depth there. I'm fine with them kind of re-signing him there. And, again, he's just going to give the Saints another body there. And, look, if guys goes down, you really trust them to know the playbook and stuff like that. So I'm definitely not I'm not mad about that at all. Again, would I like to see the Saints sign a, a big receiver? Not a big receiver, but a better name receiver, yes. I think they still could. I think receivers, you could just kind of put them on the roster, you know, and just, like, sprinkle them in there. We'll see if they do that. I mean, they, they did do that last year um, a few times. So, again, it's kind of just like, you know, if, if you can find the right guys to just sprinkle in there, they were going to probably get some veterans as they have in the past just to kind of sprinkle on the rosters uh, in training camp. But overall, these are kind of your guys um, that you see stick around, these like Austin Carr type guys, the lower name guys, but they stick on the roster because they know the playbook. 
Drew Brees has trust in them, and I, do, and I do think that's a big thing. And I do think, look, he's been a name around here kind of with the Saints for the last three years. So he's definitely got something in him that's at least good for depth. And, and I do think that is important. But without further ado, let's get right into this schedule talk here. So first, I'm going to go through the schedule, tell you every game, and then I'm going to go 5-4-3-2-1, the most excited games I am for. So first, preseason, they do start with the Rams, and they go to the Steelers. They do play a primetime game in or against the Steelers in the, the preseason. So that's going to be very interesting. That's week two. Then they play the Texans week three, which they've done a lot. And then the Dolphins week four, which they've done a lot. So all those games kind of make sense there. I'm, I really hope they play preseason this year. We're kind of get to, we'll kind of get to see if they do. I think they will play preseason. Just that's kind of what I think. A lot of people say, oh, they may not. I think they will play preseason. It seems like if baseball is going to be able to play their season, they're hoping for a July start. Same with basketball, kind of the same type of thing. Now, if those leagues are starting, you would think the NFL could start too. So that's kind of what I'm expecting here. So I do expect them to play the preseason. Now, there probably won't be any fans, but at least they'll be able to play preseason. And the fans, obviously, are not that big of an issue for preseason games. More of the regular season, but if you don't play with no fans, at least we get to see the Saints. But those are the Saints for preseason games. Then you go to the regular season, and oh boy, does it start off with a bang. The Saints host Tom Brady and the, the Bucks in to me this is going to be a huge thrilling game to start the season off but that's how they started off then they go to Las Vegas and play the first game ever in their new stadium in Vegas then they play the Packers on Sunday night football which is really interesting they do host the Packers then they go on the road to play the Lions then they play at home against the Chargers I think both those games very winnable then you play at home against the Panthers on the road against the Bears then you go on the road again to play Sunday Night Football against the Bucks with Tom Brady. Then you're at home against the 49ers in a rematch of that thriller. You're home against your rival Falcons. Then you go on the road to Denver at the end of November. That's going to be a tough game. I think we all think that. Then we go on the road to play the Falcons, which is always difficult. I know everyone's going to say the Falcons. They're always difficult games, those rivalry games. On the road against Philadelphia in December. That's going to be a very tough game to me. And then they play the Chiefs at home, which is very tough. They play the Vikings on Christmas Day at home. Very tough. And then they finish on the road against Carolina, which is a pretty easy pretty easy game. But you have that stretch. Because I, I always like to break the season into fours. Four quarters. Your first quarter of the season, to me, you have three, four win, very winnable games. You, you're hoping to start 3-1. and one. They're like, I wouldn't be mad if you split the Bucks and the Packers game. But you, to me, I think you got to win. They can easily win all four. And I do think they could start and win those all four. Then you go on your next four, another very winnable four games. All teams didn't make the playoffs last season. So really looking at, when you're looking at these first eight games, only one of the teams made the playoffs, you're hoping you can get a lot of wins. Then your next four is very tough. You got the Falcons twice, you the 49ers through the NFC champions, and then also you played at Denver. That's a tough four games. And your last four games are even tougher where you get three playoff teams, one of the teams actually beat you in the playoffs, and also you have a division opponent to end the year. That's a tough eight-game stretch. But I do think it's possible that that third quarter of the season isn't awful. The fourth quarter is going to be tough, but I do think the Saints will be fine. Let's, I think, let's just go into these five games, and I'll tell you guys what I think. Number five, drumroll please, Saints versus Packers Week 3 Sunday Night Football. This is, to me, the fifth most exciting game I'm, that I like because Breeze and Rodgers. I mean, who doesn't want to see that? Two Super Bowl contenders, two good teams in my mind. 
that again are just, I mean, they're playing with kind of older QBs, but you always want to see those QB battles there. To me, this is a big start to the season. I think these first four games are going to be really telling to see. You play the Bucks with Brady, which is going to be a really big game. We'll get into that later. And then you play this Niners game, which, or this Packers game, excuse me. That's really big to set the tone. The Saints, let's say let's say they won the first two games and they win this one. It's like, okay, we're 3-0 star. We got a pretty easy schedule these next couple of games. Let's go. Let's get into this. I like that. I like that when you're saying, um, just all, when you can get that momentum win. It's at home. It's a very winnable game in my mind, but you love to see these types of games. Energetic. Really what I like to see. And like those types of games, the Dome will be pumped up for if there are fans available that will be in the stadium, but again, it's gonna should be a great game, and I'm I'm very excited for it. So that should be really good there. I'm just I mean, this is a game where the Saints they don't need to have this game by any any stretch of the imagination, but it's a big game to show like yeah, we're a contender, we're here, and we're gonna be going for a Super Bowl. Though it's one of those telling games. It's gonna be one of the games that we look back. Let's say we won the Super Bowl, and we look back at the end of the year like oh, that's a really big game. And and I do think that there are a lot of these, and I'll compare them when I go through. But I but I do think that's a very big game. Number four, Chiefs. Saints, week 15. Dethroned the Super Bowl champions. This reminds me a ton of when we played the Patriots in 2009. A little later in the season, but still. This is a full statement game. It's a test later in the season. We'll see where the team is at. Hopefully they're in playoff contention and division contention and all that stuff. This is going to be a big game against an AFC opponent that just won the Super Bowl. This is going to show for real. This three or four game stretch... Where you get the the Eagles, you get the Falcons, you get the Chiefs, you get the Vikings. That's a tough stretch. And it's going to show for for real late in the season if we could really establish something. It's going to be very important to do that. We're going to see if we're Super Bowl ready. It's going to see if we're battle tested. That's why I like the end of the season being a little more tougher. Because you're already in that groove that you get on. So you can work out the kinks early in the season. And you get in that groove. And then you keep on winning. And then you build momentum and against good, good opponents. And you really get... And then you start to believe. And that's something I do think that the Saints should definitely be looking at. And I do think this is a big test late in the season. I do think it's very important. Is at home, you are facing Mahomes. You are facing Andy Reid. That's a tough team. They're going to probably put up points on us. But again, if the Saints are working at all cylinders, they can definitely win this game. It's going to be very interesting to see what they're able to do. But it's a game I'm very excited for just to see, like, this is going to be a Super Bowl test. And that's something... That I am just really excited for. Again, now people are gonna say like, "Look, I mean, this is, should be a loss on the schedule." People are saying, "Oh, um, you know, Mahomes so good," and but I do think the Saints could win. I, I do think the Saints could win all these games on their schedule, which just just shows to me how good their their roster is. But I do think that the Saints are coming up in here. They to me, th- they do have. I think this is a very winnable game, but it's a very game I'm excited for. You get to see where the Saints stack up against the best team in the league. And if you win it, then you have all the momentum going in the world because the Chiefs are going to be one of those Super Bowl contenders. Because then you're going to tell yourself, we're not only going to be winning the NFC. We just beat the guys that were last year's Super Bowl champs. And we're probably, we could see them again. That would be a really big trampoline effect for the Saints. And I do think that is extremely important for this team. And I again, it's going to be just one of those things. If you can kind of win this game and just like really get that confidence up, it shows that it's going to just be a complete rocket into the playoffs. And, like, if you have the confidence, and I think late in the season, confidence is a big thing. And I do think the Saints have had that confidence. But, again, you want to be on all cylinders going into the playoffs. And I do think, like, look, last year they were. It just didn't work out. I mean, that was a big surprise. But, again, I think getting a win like this in confidence level, like, to me, I, do, I don't think the Saints got that confidence win last year. 
I think if they would have beat the 49ers, then I think they would have got that confidence win, but I don't think they got that win that they were like, yeah, we're ready, we can win it all. I don't think they did. You know, maybe you could say it was that Titans game It ended up being, I mean, the Titans ended up going to the AFC Championship, and to me, the Saints showed their full potential in that game, but again, it's it's something that, like, you would have liked to see, I think, a, a win against the 49ers, and, and that would have put the Saints into the one seat. So I do think this year, you have a few games late in the season here, late in the uh, late in the schedule, where you can just get a big win and it can really propel you into the playoffs. And I do think the Saints will look for that down the road this season. Moving on to number three, this is going to be the Vikings. It's Christmas Day, rematch of the wildcard game last year. What more can you ask for? It's going to be a very interesting game. It's a game I'm extremely excited for. The bad blood's there. The revenge game is there. All those factors are there. We lost them twice in the playoffs, both on the last play, and I want to beat them. I want to beat them more than anything. And I'm done with the Vikings fans saying we have your number and, you know, all that stuff. They also lost a lot this season. I don't think they'll be as good, and I, and I do think I expect the Saints to win this game at home. But it's one of those games where you just you know, we got to beat them. To exercise our demons from last year and 2017, we have to beat them. And if they don't beat them, this is week 16. Because if they lose, oh, here we go again. No matter, That's what's going to happen. You have to beat them. To me, that's a, probably a must-win late in the season. You want to keep that, again, same thing with the Chiefs. Kind of like, okay, yeah, last, we just, let's say they just beat the Chiefs. We just beat the Chiefs. Now we're going to play who we played last season. We beat them, and it's like, we're ready. Going to the playoffs. You galvanize the troops together. I think those two games are extremely important. Extremely important. And I do think that these last couple of games, this is doesn't usually happen for the Saints schedule where they get, I mean, look, you have, you have a tough little three-game stretch here with, you have, or four-game stretch, really, should say, even make it five games. I mean, you, you, you play the Broncos, Falcons, Eagles, all three on the road, and then you play two really difficult home games. This team goes 5-0 in that stretch, I think they win the Super Bowl. Now, they don't have to go 5-0 during that stretch. I don't think they will go 5-0 during that stretch, but if they did... They would be undoubtedly Super Bowl, um, big Super Bowl favorites, in my opinion. But that's just kind of what I'm saying. And, and again, I just want the Saints to win this game. I think they would win this game, but to me, this is something I'm very excited for. You want to see the Saints beat their, I think they're rivals at this point. We've played them a lot, in the, at least playoff rivals. You got to beat them to exercise some demons here. And I do think that's very, very important. The, match, the Saints don't match up well against them, but I think they lost guys. They lost Everson Griffin, which I think is big for them. Uh, they lost Diggs, who they're going to have Justin Jefferson try to replace. But, again, I don't think first year he's going to be able to as much as I love Justin Jefferson. I don't think he can kind of replace what Stefan Diggs does there in one season. They will have Dalvin Cook. We'll see if they have Dalvin Cook this late in the season. It's going to be interesting to see that. They obviously have Kirk Cousins. Again, their defense kind of gets hurt a little bit. But we'll kind of see how that all, all kind of works out. We'll see what happens with that Vikings team. We'll see what happens with the Saints team. But this is a game... You have all of the tools to make a really good game you got. First of all, it's Christmas Day. Then it's a rematch of the wildcard game. It's bad blood. It's revenge. It's all the right kind of um, ingredients you need to have a really great game. Before we get into our final two here games, and also we talk further about our schedule, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdats Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion, and now we are going to talk about our final two games that I'm most excited for heading into the 2020 season. 
Just to recap, the first three on our list, number five was Saints versus Packers week three, number four was Saints Chiefs week 15, and number three was Saints Vikings week 16. Number two, we're going to kind of focus away from the end of the season, go over to the beginning of the season, where they play the Bucks. First game of the season, and why do I think this game is really important? Because first of all, starting the season on, on the right note, you really want to do that. They did it last year, they've had some trouble in the past, but I think this is more important than the other games. It's against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, the relooked uh, Buccaneers. You want to crush them, and no mercy, to show that you're not on our level. You, you want to tell the Bucs that you're not on our level, you're not going to take the division away from us, and we're going to be real Super Bowl contenders, well, you're not going to be. You're going to be pretenders. Show Brady that Breeze is better, Breeze is the king of this division, don't come here. And this is going to, if they would win this game, it would show that, reestablish the dominance of the NFC South. If they, obviously they've already had it, but this is going to say, we're still on top. We're the top dogs. You're not. Just because you got Brady doesn't mean you are. I do think that this win would propel them big time into the season because it, it would give you a lot of confidence if you get kind of a new division kind of contender here with the, the Bucks and you just beat them right down. You would love to see that. And I do think they're kind of catching the Bucks at the right time. They have so many new parts. It's going to be interesting to see how they're all woven into one. To me, that defense isn't ready. They have no one to guard Michael Thomas. Good luck. They have no one to guard Michael Thomas. They have no one to guard Emmanuel Sanders. They really have no one to guard Jared Cook. They don't really have a real player against Alan Kamara. It's going to be tough for them. I don't think they could beat the Saints. I don't. You know, they lost They lost both games against the Saints last year, and I think they'll lose both again. I mean, and I think there's a possibility they lose both this year, and it's not just because of the QB situation there with, with Brady that, I mean, look, I I just don't think the Bucks got that much better besides Brady. Now, Brady's going to help them a lot, don't get me wrong. But, again, Jameis Winston to me was average. So they went from a ba- average to above average. And I, I don't want to knock Brady, but at this point in Brady's career, to me, he's not top five anymore. He's right around 10, in my opinion. He had, ba- he had a bad year last year. It wasn't like Breeze, where Breeze went off and just had one bad playoff game. He had a bad season. Maybe that was because of the, the Patriots and their lack of weapons, but maybe it wasn't. You know, he's old now, and I don't know. I just don't, I, I, I don't love that fit. And that's kind of just my... I think there's a lot of talk there. I, I, I think they may be on their way to 8-8. Eight eight. That's kind of just what my opinion is. That they could be this year's this year's uh, Browns, in my opinion. It's very, very possible with them. But it's a game where you want to just step on their throats. You want to say that we're the, we're the kings here, not you. So, Brady, I, I know you controlled the division for 20 years. No, no, that doesn't happen here in the South. So, kind of, I do think it's a huge game. I really want to see it. It's a Breeze-Brady matchup, too which you don't get to see that often. Now you get to see it twice a year for who knows how long, but at least for this year, you get to see it twice. And again, very, 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 very interesting this game will be because to me, this is going to show you if the Saints win this one, they still control the NFC South. Now, if they lose, that's not that big of a deal, but I mean, it could be, you know, maybe it's like that 2014 season where like 2013, they won against the Falcons and they played in the, and then they obviously Ends up doing very, very good that season, 2013, made playoffs and everything. And then 2014, they lost against the Falcons, and it was just kind of like a change of guards. Like, the Saints, you know, were kind of digressing a little bit, but then they kind of came back up. And then we're kind of see what happens here with these games. But, again, I think it's a big game to get in the right direction. That's just my opinion. Last game here, Saints-Niners. The Niners, to me, are, besides the Falcons, they're my least favorite team. I do not like the Niners. I don't like them for kind of a few reasons of why just the hatred is there. 
Number one, obviously, I didn't live through it, but they sat that they completely crushed the Saints throughout the history at the 90s, 80s, and uh, 70s. And now they they came back. They haunted us in 2011, and then it looked like the Saints. It looked like last year, like that win was going to be huge for the Saints, and then they just can't pull it out. Now this year, you want you. It's it's just obviously, to me, it's getting not a rival game, but you're going to kind of rematch in the dome, where I guess it is a rival game where. You kind of get to see how these two teams kind of play from last year to this year. We'll see what happens. We'll see what, how the teams are different. I do think that the Saints have gotten better while the 49ers haven't gotten worse, but they haven't gotten really that much better. I, I do think the Saints have taken a step up. I don't know if the 49ers have, have. Same with the Packers, same with all those other teams. I think the Saints have taken a deliberate step up. Now, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think adding Emmanuel Sanders, adding um, Cesar Ruiz, adding Zach Bond, Adding Malcolm Jenkins, I think that's going to help this team a ton. Now, I again, it's going to be fun to see how this team looks, but I, but I, but I do think that this team is better than last year's team. I think the Niners, they didn't get worse, in my opinion, but they haven't gotten better. And you know how this works, you know, through a whole off season, these NFL coaches and you know, brasses and front offices, they're studying the hell out of that great San Francisco offense, and I don't think it will be as good. It reminds me a lot of how the Rams weren't as good this year compared to last year. They run that gimmick stuff, and I could see that happening again with the 49ers, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners aren't the same team this year. Again, I just think that that, it's that type of team. I do not like those gimmick offenses where they try to stretch you out and run those zone offense, uh, run those zone runs and everything, and to me, it's it's very frustrating, (laughs) especially because they're so explosive, but they don't always work year to year. It seems like those types of teams haven't had the same success year to year. Those zone running teams that then stretch you out through play action. It's not like, I mean, like Kansas City looks like they're having a lot of success, but not really in the zone running. It's more of an air raid while, you know, these Niners teams, these Rams teams, it's like they're kind of just like one year wonders. And I don't know if that's going to continue here with the the 49ers, but it's going to be very, very interesting to see kind of what happens. They may be very good for a long time. They have a great organization, storied franchise. I don't know, but I, I've it could be a, a fall off for them because usually every year you see division turnover and teams that you know kind of don't win the division from year to year. I think the East can easily, the Cowboys can easily take over the Eagles, but that rivalry will probably go back and forth. One of those two teams will win. I think the Saints will keep the South um, going over to the West. Crapshoot. I could see the, the Seahawks winning, 49ers winning, and then the North to me is a crapshoot with the Packers, Vikings, and Bears. Like, I, I, I think that the Saints may be the only division where there really isn't as much turnover. Again, kind of like last year, I think the, the Panthers got worse, Falcons to me got worse, Bucks got better, but to, the, to your point, how much better? And that's I don't think it's going to be enough to contend with the Saints. So that's just kind of my opinion there. And I think this Niners game, what it's going to show to me is like, if the Saints would win this game, it's like, we're better than last year. We conquered last year, and then we're getting... And, and I think that's the same thing with the Vikings. If they beat the Vikings, they beat the Niners. Not as much the Chiefs. Like, they can afford a loss to the Chiefs, but again, like, those types of games where they played them last year and lost, let's play them again and win. And that just shows that you're better than last season. It proves it. So I, and, and that's why I'm most excited for those games. It's kind of those revenge factors, and I do think that is very... It's very, very big, in my opinion. So kind of looking at the schedule, kind of last thoughts here... I like to put the schedule into into fourth, as I said before, and I do want to kind of take a look back at kind of each fourth here. I'm not so worried about the first two fourths. I think the Saints can start 8-0 this year, and I wouldn't be surprised. That last that last eight games is very difficult. That is a gauntlet. 
because let's just say you get through the first eight games, seven and one or eight and zero, which I do think the Saints can do. I mean, like I think they're going to win against the Bucks. I could see a win against the Raiders. I mean, Packers could be a win. I mean, I don't want to go through every game, but like you can see these games here, you can see them maybe start eight and zero, seven and one, maybe. Like let's just say seven and one, or I could see definitely see that. Then that last eight games is difficult because you do see a lot of difficult teams in there because I mean you see the Niners, you see the Falcons twice, Broncos, Eagles, KC, Vikings. Because let's face it, I think they'll probably let's end up splitting probably that KC Vikings game. I'd be happy if they split. I'd be happy if they won two out of three of those three straight road games. Hopefully, if you can win two out of three there, you're golden. So that's already two losses. And then you're looking maybe a loss against the Niners. But besides that, that's two losses. And I could see a 13-3, 12-4 setup. I could see 14-2. I think the Saints will be anywhere from 11-5 to 14-2. I do think that's where they stand up. I don't see them any worse than that. Like a 10-6. I, I mean, I could see them going 10-6. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're gonna like win only single-digit games. I don't, I don't know. It's just difficult. I, I think that beginning of the season, while it's not that hard and it's kind of, kind of, they're kind of easing the Saints into the season now. It gets very hard by the end, but the ease in the beginning, I think, will help them. And it's gonna help them by like just like working out the kinks, and then you know you have kind of an easy little buy stretch here, where like around the buy, you have four easy games around the buy, where you should be able to get four wins against non-playoff teams last season. And then after that, you know, you kind of just, you, you want to win the big games. And I, and I do think that's really important. Obviously, you want to win the, the the games that you don't circle in the schedule as big games too. But to me, you circle some games and you're like, let's make these benchmark games to see that we're better. And I do think that the Saints, you know, they have a real shot at doing that. I really like this team. I really like what they're doing here. And again, to me, I think that the Saints team has it. I think they kind of added those types of players like I said, the Saints had to make a change. I think they made a change. You're able to get Emmanuel Sanders in the passing game, who's really good at those you know, short intermediate routes, also good in the deep routes as well. Really just a versatile receiver that's good at a lot of different things. I love that pick. The veteran leadership he's going to bring is really big and really important. And I do really like that move. I think the Saints getting younger on the offensive line, that's something that helps a change. And, that, that, and that's something that maybe that I, I didn't think they had the guts to do, but they did it. And the defense, and you're going to be like, oh, well, they didn't really add... They added Malcolm Jenkins, who's a huge change to this defense. He adds veteran leadership to that back end that they did not have before. And I think also having Janoris Jenkins back there is going to help with the veteran leadership as well. Really, those last two games, you, you can't really judge them because, I mean, he's just getting he's getting acclimated in his own right. So now he's going to get a full season, full offseason to kind of learn the playbook, all that fun stuff. I do think that he's going to be that veteran aspect of the back end. That's a change, and I think it's a change that the Saints needed. Your linebacking core got younger as well, but also has that veteran leadership there with Demario Davis. You have Kiko Alonso there. Again, you have those, and then you also have the young players with Anzalone and Bond now. I like that. Defensive line doesn't really change. You kind of keep what you had there. I like it. I would like them to add just one more piece, but maybe Bond can give you that piece off the edge. So very, very interesting. I really like what the, the Saints team is, I'm happy with the schedule, how it turned out. Obviously, we knew the, the how they were going to, which teams they were going to play. Now you just had to figure out where they would be on the schedule. I kind of like that easing in factor. The bye is a little early. I'd like to see a little later, like an eight would have been better or nine. They get week six, which is not the worst, but obviously not the best. So 
it's gonna probably it would hurt it's gonna hurt them when you have those backstretch games and it's big game after big game and you know emotional game after emotional game. I mean, you would like to have a buy a little later, but again, if if the Saints set themselves up at the beginning of the year, they don't have to win every game at the end, the end of the year. And I do think that's something to look at. And again, it is all just subjective because I'll, t- I'll tell a quick story because I know we're running almost we're at 28 minutes, so we're kind of close to 30 minutes here. I remember when the Saints come, schedule came out last year, and I saw the 49ers on the schedule, and I was like, oh, that's pretty easy, because they were coming off a pretty bad season. And I was like, oh, that'll be a win. And obviously, that ended up being a very tough game and a loss. So that's just kind of how these things work out. You don't know which teams are going to come up and play well. You don't know which teams will come up and play bad. It's kind of just interesting, and you kind of got to let it all play out there. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you should definitely follow us on all of our social media platforms. That means on Twitter, at the Houdat Dis. That means on Instagram, at Houdat Discussion. Then you could also follow me personally on Twitter, at Andrew Galata. And also you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, other podcasts. So that means iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all those platforms. We are all on all of them. Kind of some future news of the podcast next, or not next week, but the next episode, we will be coming out with kind of just a more kind of um, off-season kind of look. Basically, what we're going to go to is like what we used to do with those top fives, top threes, and also position breakdowns, position previews for the season. And then also we're going to be working on the best Saints teams of the Sean Payton era. I love doing that um, with ranking all the teams of Sean Payton era. And just we did the first three, now we're going to do the next three in our next episode. That's probably going to come out on the weekend. So definitely check that out when it when it drops. So that would be really good. Also, next week we are going to be starting our film studies and we're going to start off with our free agent pickup, starting with Emmanuel Sanders, will be the first player that I look at. Then we're going to look at Malcolm Jenkins. Then we're going to move over into David Onyemata, some of his tape, Jameis Winston. And then we're going to move over to the draft guys. I'm hoping to do one to two a week and just start getting through them because I'm probably by the end, if we do everybody, we'll be ready for the regular season or at least the, the preseason is kind of my hope. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back. And who dat?